You're listening to the Keep Writing Podcast, a resource for Christian women who are ready to write their first book, and then more, so they can guide their readers into spiritual freedom while guiding their own families into financial freedom. I'm Nika Maples, and this is Episode 96, Become the Kind of Person Who Can Write a Book. Today, I have a treat for you. In our recent interview, one of my current one-on-one coaching clients, Ruthie Kim, offers some valuable perspective on the process of writing her first book. It seems we mostly hear from people who are on the other side of publication and are looking back on what it felt like to be in the book writing process. But I wanted to invite you into someone's thoughts as they are in the vulnerability of the book writing process. Ruthie is courageous enough to say yes. You are going to love her adventurous heart. Ruthie, thank you so much for agreeing to to be interviewed on the podcast today. I just love working with you and I can't wait for my listeners to meet you. Um, So let's just start. If you could give a summary in a sentence, what is your book about? (laughs) In a sentence might be challenging. You know, we're working on that. But my book is about control. It's about all the ways we try to take control of our life call the shots, make things happen, and how ultimately living that way leaves us anxious and frustrated and and disappointed. And so my book is helping people let go of control, surrender to God. And it's actually, that's the way we unlock the life that we're made for. I know there are so many people who need that message right now, secretly raising my hand on the other (laughs) side of the microphone. (laughs) So it's going to be a timely message. I cannot wait to get it into people's hands. So have you always wanted to write a book? Tell me about when you started thinking about writing a book. Yeah, that's a great question. So I I often meet friends or authors who are like, oh, I've always wanted to write a book. You know, since I was a child, it's been my dream. I just sit in a corner and write. And that was my passion. That isn't me. That's not my story at all. I never thought about writing a book until about seven years ago. And it was kind of the combination of the idea coming to me and and then random people came to me and said, I think you should write a book. And honestly, it was kind of out of left field and it was kind of a terrifying journey. Like I'm a communicator. That's what I love to do. I use my voice for my job. I preach at my church. Like I'm very comfortable in that zone. Writing for me was, that was a, that was a whole, that was super out of my comfort zone. Like that was a whole new thing. And so I, I kind of started the journey, like kind of creeping into it. Like I went and did some trainings and some workshops and and that kind of thing. But no, I've I've never, I, I wouldn't say that, you know, prior to that time, I'd ever even thought about writing at all. It, for me, initially, it was like a step of obedience. It was like God was saying, I want you to step into this. And, and I think that's important for people to hear because I think sometimes, because I did this, we think, oh, this, this isn't my lifelong passion. Maybe I'm not an author. And it was really good for me to hear along the way from different people. It's okay. It's okay that you haven't wanted to do this your entire life. Like if God is asking you to do it, then it's important to be attentive to that. Mm-hmm, for sure. So what stage is your book in right now? 
So I'm working on my book proposal. Um, I'm just in the process of outlining my book, which of course you are helping me with and the Keep Writing course is helping me with. Um, so I'm kind of in that pre-writing stage where I'm just really mapping it out. And then I'm going to dive in and start writing those first two to three chapters. Did you ever know that mapping it out and creating an outline was going to help you as much as it has? Oh my gosh, no. I mean, it's been life-changing. When I started this process, and and honestly, the whole last few years, people would say to me, just sit down and start writing. Just write, Ruthie, it'll come. And then what followed was months and years of me just staring at a blank page. You know, and, and people like, you've got to come up with the whole idea and know what that is before you start working on the outline. Well, as an extrovert, the way that I that I form my ideas is I have to get them out into the world, right? And I have to move them around. And I have to refine them. And so the idea of me just sitting at a desk and trying to just get it out was not helpful. And so that's one of the things about the Keep Writing course and working with it has been so great is taking me through creating order and outline and, and in some ways, working backwards a little bit, like, let's outline the chapters. And that has helped me really refine what is the through line of my book? What is it that I want to communicate? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a delight to watch you organize your ideas just through talking them out and seeing them take shape in front of you. Like, it's almost like I could see it dawn on your face. This has been in there all along. Oh, I just yeah. didn't know how to put it on a page. Exactly. And that's exactly how it felt. I, I've, I've been frustrated for years. I mean, and I'd go even beyond that because maybe some of the listeners just this will encourage them and, and they can relate. I had felt defeated. Like I had felt like I know it's inside of me and it would pop out in little moments, like little sentences or halfway through a sermon or like something I would say and I'd be like, there it is. And it would it would be almost like it would just drift away into the atmosphere and I couldn't grab a hold of it. And when that's happened again and again and again, you just begin to feel like I'm never going to get this out. Like, I don't know who can help me. And at the point that I reached out to you, I remember saying to my husband, this is my last ditch attempt. Like, I don't know what else to do. I'd done all the workshops all the paid subscriptions, read the books, watched, you know, listened to the podcast. Like I'd done everything to know how to get this out. Yeah. It it was a very frustrating journey for a long time. Mm. So tell us a little bit about your personal background. Yeah. So I'm originally from England, born and raised in this like small little village, everything you could imagine, like cows and fields and cobbled streets and uh, born and raised there, moved to San Francisco, which is where I currently live, to be a missionary. And so I moved into the inner city with this like really radical call that I, I received from God when I was about 16 years old. And so I moved to this inner city and started doing work with people living on the street and eventually started my own nonprofit called Because Justice Matters. And we work with women and girls in urban communities and I've been really invested here. This is this is my life. Met my husband here. I've got two boys. So it's been a very full life. It's been pretty exciting, you know, as you can imagine, living and working in in downtown San Francisco. And 
heavily involved in my church, but you know, what I'm really passionate about, if you ask people, what's Ruthie Kim about? It's Jesus and justice. Like I love preaching. I love God's word. I believe that Jesus still changes lives and I'm passionate about the work of justice. Like I'm passionate about seeing women step into the fullness of their calling. And so anything I can do to kind of make that happen is, is really my sweet spot. Wow. I can tell you this, that you're going to love watching your book go places that you cannot go Mm. because as you, as you teach and as you minister, you can only reach the people um, within arm's reach. And then even if you have like a blog or a podcast, you know, that extends a little bit or, or recordings of your sermons. But then when you have a book, that's almost like this invitation into that world. I've heard people say that a book is the new business card. So there are people who are going to one day Google Christians who are going to say, like, I have a problem with control. Mm -hmm. They're going to know that about themselves. They'll Google control and Christianity or whatever they put together for search words. And your book will be the first time they ever see your name. And that will bring them into the, the ecosystem of your ministry, of your sermons, your blog, your other things that you do. And, um, I'm just really excited. And, and so, yeah, it's, um, the calling card that are the, the business card that a lot of people will meet you through, but then also it becomes this way of people who are already in the ecosystem to be, to say, and I need more, I want to go deeper. Yeah. And so they also will reach for the book because they're like, I want a, a deeper experience. And there's just simply nothing more personal than an interaction with a book, because in that moment, you're with somebody on the train, they're carrying you the book on the train, they're carrying the book, it sits beside their bed, their bed at night, wherever they read. And that's an intimate transformation that you're, you get to be a part of through the page. So I'm really excited to see where that fits into what you're already doing. Thank you. So um, you mentioned that you told your husband, like, this is my last resort (laughs) to re I've tried everything. I'm reaching out to Nika. So why did you reach out to me? What was that different? If you tried other courses, if you tried various things, what made you think this might help? Yeah, that's a great question. So somehow I started following you on Instagram. I don't know how I found you. I'm guessing that somebody I followed must have mentioned you or something, but I had been following you. And it was just the stuff you were posting. One of the things that I loved about your posts was they were really spirit filled. Like it really felt like you were depending on on God, partnering with the Holy Spirit to do this work. And that's what I wanted. I wanted somebody to help me who knew the business, but also had the same values that I had, which was, I want to do this with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I reached out to you funnily enough, I had had a dream and in the dream I was giving birth to a baby and it was kind of a dream I'd had a lot over the years, you know, the baby representing my book. But in this particular dream, there was a midwife helping me. And I woke up from that dream and I said to my husband, I feel like God is telling me I need someone to help me bring this book into the world. And so that was kind of like the, you know, the linchpin of like, oh, I think, I think I really need to find someone. So I reached out to you and just said, hey, 
you know, let, let's maybe work together. I had done some coaching in the past, but I'd never worked with a writing coach before. But I just knew I needed somebody that understood the process that could journey with me. I needed someone to collaborate with, someone that would encourage me. Like I said, I'd become pretty defeated at times and I just felt pretty alone. And so that was kind of my initial, okay, I'm going to reach out and just, it was for me, it was pushing on a door. Honestly, it was like, I'm just going to push on this door. And I remember being really nervous when we had our first discovery call. And I remember I cried, which was really embarrassing for me, but I was just like, I was like, I, I just want to see what God does here. And, and I remember hanging up from that call from you. And I just knew I was like, this is my person. Like I need, I need Nika to journey with me. Cause I think together we can do this. Mm, wow. So what difference has it made to work with me, to have someone beside you who is cheering you on every <laughs> week? Well, I mean, I would literally say, I don't know how much time I can take in this podcast because I, I have so much to say. So, it, I mean, to say it has been life-changing, transformational, the game changer are understatements. I mean, I, I, and you're not paying me to say this. I'm saying <laughs> all of my own free will. Um, so many things about the process. Okay. I think number one, having someone that I meet with weekly. So we do our coaching every week and to meet weekly with someone that is constantly encouraging me and sh I'm sharing my ideas and I'm getting real time feedback. Cause that was one of the things that was really hard. I'd have an idea and then I would know like, what, who do I bounce this off of? And I'd sit with it for months and then I'd spin on it and then I'd second guess it. And then I'd just, you know, eliminate it. And then I'd be back to square one. So having that real time touch point with someone who is an expert, someone who believes in me, that has just kept me going. I mean, that alone would be worth all the investment. But I think alongside that, you know, some of the work that, that we did, Nika, like I, I thought when we first signed up, week one, we'd be mapping out my book. And we didn't. We did a lot of inner work. And I am so grateful for that because what happened was that those first few weeks, you have helped me become the kind of person that can write the book. Like it, I always knew we'd get to the, the book work, which we're in right now, but all of the, the work around my mindset, like I thought I had a writing block, but really I had a creativity block. Like I had some ideas about creativity, about myself. I had some things related to feeling overwhelmed. Like there was just some, some things that really I had to work through and I could honestly say every single call has been transformational. Like there were some calls I would get off and just close my computer and just stare at my bedroom wall and be like, I can't believe what just broke open. And so, I mean, I could go on and on and on, but um, I think some people, especially if you've never worked with a coach before, maybe you think, well, they're just going to tell you what to do or, you know, what difference are they really going to make? I mean, I would say they make all the difference. You have made all the difference. And I just can't, can't recommend enough that people work with you and with your material. Oh, thank you so much. What a, what a sweet, um, that is just such a sweet endorsement. I, because we know that the Holy spirit works to bring about his will on the earth mm -hmm. and to know that in simple conversations, that are led by the Holy Spirit, that he can do it almost without us realizing we're doing it. So to hear you, this response from you, I'm like, wow, the Lord moved. He moved in every 
meeting that we had with one another, every session was like, it has been that his presence was there. His presence was such a part of it. It wasn't anything that I did. I'm enjoying hearing the harvest in you that he brought about. Yeah. And so I'm, it's just such a delight. And it is miraculous too, that I never know with each client when the book work actually needs to start. The Holy Spirit kind of leads that. And, and it came through you. You knew when it was time. Okay. I think I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Now it's time to start talking about the actual construction of the book. And that's the way it happens every time. So there's not any prescribed, tell me what to do this, that, and the other from a coach. It's like the coach is helping, you know, when it's time. Yes. Coach doesn't ever have all the answers. The coach is your biggest cheerleader and the person who is going to help you get everything out of your heart and mind once a week. So you can take a look at it and know this is what I want to work on. And this is what I need help with. And now I'm ready. So yeah. yeah. I think that you just ask excellent questions, Nika. And I think for those of us that are kind of spinning our wheels and not knowing what's next, just having somebody that is committed to knowing you, wants to know about your book ideas, and can just ask a question that cuts through all of the stuff. I mean, I say this to my husband all the time, but I feel so known by you that it's like, you know, we come together every week, you're tracking, you know what I said to you last week, you know, you know, the names of the chapters in my book and like, and it just, it feels like you have a partner. And so, you know, the the whole process of book writing can feel so lonely, but just having someone that is just tracking with you along the way, it it is so life transforming. Mm -hmm. So what, what advice would you have to Christians who are thinking about writing a book for the first time? Hmm. Well, one of the things that I think has been a learning for me recently, and it's not just related to writing, it's also related to like using my voice and preaching and different things like that. But I realized that, you know, the content, the theme of the book matters, but it also matters who says it. And I say this to women all the time, like, you know, as I talk with women who are sometimes, you know, wanting to learn to preach or use their voice more. And they say like, well, that's been said before, like that, that, that scripture has been unpacked, that's been taught. And I often say to them, and I'm learning to say to myself, but not by you and, and your perspective, your experience, it, it just makes such a difference, you know? And I think if we really believe that, It'll hopefully give us the the courage to take that step and say, okay, I'm going to write a book. I'm writing a book about control and surrender and unlocking your destiny. Yeah, those topics have been covered, you know, for, for generations, but not by me, you know, not with my life experience, not with my personality, not with my background. And so I would say the people that are maybe spinning their wheels on like, well, it doesn't feel like a revolutionary idea. It really is because it's it's coming with your voice, your lens, your perspective. And so I, w- I would really encourage, I would encourage writers to be, to be brave. And I mean, I'm, I'm at the beginning of this journey. So I'm like preaching to myself as I say that to be brave and just, and just take that step. And, and like you said before, the book can reach people. And I think you had me do an activity, Nika, early on where you had me write a letter from my 40 year old self 
to my younger self, because I'm 40 for all the listeners listening, you now know (laughs) I turned 40 this year and you encouraged me to, or actually you had me write a letter from my 50 year old self to my 40 year old self. And as I did it at first, I thought, well, okay, cool, whatever, I'm making this up. But what I decided to do when I write, when I wrote that letter was I wrote as if my book was already out in the world, that I was standing on a stage and I was teaching And I began to write to people that were in the audience. And I began to tell my 40-year-old self, there's this young woman, she's sitting on the front row and she has been striving and working so hard to build her career. And she is so frustrated and burned out and exhausted. And there's the woman sitting next to her and her relationships falling apart because control has just like, you know, just distorted it and and broken it. And, And I just began to write to all these, and all these women and as I'm writing, I'm weeping because I'm thinking this, this is what could happen as a result of my book. Like if I'm willing to be brave right now and just take that leap, you know, 10 years from now, who knows who's going to be touched by it. So that would be my encouragement to people, even though I'm only maybe a tiny bit further into the journey is just do it. Just, just go for it and allow your voice, your perspective to bring life to some ideas that maybe have been around for a long time. That had me emotional because I can picture those people too. Mm. And um, the thing that we're asked to do when we're writing a book is minister to people we've never met. Yeah, I mean, we can all minister to someone that we that we meet that we can see a need and and try to re- do what we can for that need that's in the present. But it's truly some self discipline to to meet a future need Mm. and say, I'm ministering to people I haven't met. And that picturing that person with that relationship issue, picturing that person who's exhausted, that's what we have to do as writers, because the need is not right in the room with us. It's in a future room and your book will be necessary then. And it takes, it takes discipline to meet those needs in the future before you know what they are. Yeah. So that was so well said. So I know that the people who are listening have heard the strength in your in your conviction and will want to get in touch with you, follow you, see what you're doing. They may want to know first when the, your book comes out. So <laughs> how can people connect with you? Oh, thank you, Nika. Yeah, so they can connect to me on my website, which is ruthiekim.com. And then I'm pretty active on Instagram and that's a, a great way to follow me. I do have a mailing list as well. So if you go to my website, they can sign up and I send out quarterly emails and that will be the place where people will hear about my book first. So, Oh, wonderful. Yes, okay. And that's spelled, Ruthie Kim is spelled R-U-T-H-I-E-K-I-M. I'm going to have to sign up myself. (laughs) Thank you so much for your time today. It truly is a delight to know you. Oh, thank you so much, Nika. I I just want to say that like for people that are listening, that are on the edge and have been wondering, should I work with Nika? Should I, should I not? Is it worth it? It is a 110% worth it. The keep writing course material is amazing. I just did some actually right before this call and working my way through it. Like, I, I I literally keep thinking people should be knocking your door down, Nika, because if they knew what the value you had to offer to them, oh my gosh, they would be, they would be knocking your door down. So if you are listening and you're thinking, I don't know, just do it, book a call with her, chat with her, 
it will change your life. <laughs> you have made my day up. <laughs> Thank you so much. Of course. Thanks, Nika. Oh. Wow, so much gold in that interview. I loved it when Ruthie encouraged us to write, not because the topic hasn't been written before, but because it hasn't been written by us. Now that's a good word. So anointed and appointed writer, use your voice today. The world needs your words. Hey there, have you been dreaming about working with someone like me for one-on-one private coaching? I can assure you that partnering with a private coach is one of the best decisions that I have ever made. Any investment that you make in your mental health brings a return. And any investment that you make in your divine calling also brings a return. So stop asking yourself if you're worth that investment. Of course you are. And God's assignment on your life is worth the investment too. In fact, you honor him by taking that step of faith toward the unknown. You don't even need to feel 100% sure of yourself in order to get started. All you need is to be 10% sure of yourself. That's all. My job as your coach is to bring the other 90% of belief in you into each and every appointment. So let me carry the big heavy weight as you get stronger. Your first step to get started is to schedule a consultation call with me to see if we'd be a good fit to work together. I only do three consultation calls per week, so grab your appointment before my digital calendar hits the maximum and closes. Go to nikamaples.com forward slash coaching to book your call. Let's do this.